How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. You're on Google, Spotify, Anchor, pretty much anywhere that you can listen to a podcast. I'm trying to get on it. So, little thing I wanted to let you guys in on today is we've already talked about the move and everything. Everything is going good. I'm back with my cats now. I am crazy happy. So, if you see them meowing or hear them kind of picking at stuff around the studio in the background, I apologize because the studio at the moment is literally my, well, our room and it is kind of a mess so they're just kind of getting into like all the little things that are all over the place cords cables chewing up a laundry basket apparently is something cats are into but yeah everything is going great on my end i hope you guys are doing well as too so today's topic that i really just want to kind of wanted to talk about was transportation for potheads like when you're smoking all right when you're smoking, I know a lot of people are like, oh, let's go for a burn ride. Let's go for like, let's go out, smoke, go drive around, maybe get some fast food and, you know, fuck around in the car, blast some music, be all loud and obnoxious, speed down the street, smoke a blunt out the window. And like, yeah, yeah, you can, you can go ahead and do all that. But see, the bad part about that is if you get caught smoking and driving, that's a DUI. That is, like, you can lose your car, you can lose your license, you have to pay a big-ass ticket. Like, there, there's all kinds of things that come along with, like, getting caught with that shit or getting caught up in that shit. And the number one thing that, like, to keep in mind when smoking and going out for a drive is smoke first, then, like, wait a while and maybe go get your shit. But, like, don't, like... Don't, don't smoke while you're driving. Don't try to fucking, like, hit a blunt while driving. Like, I know a lot of people are gonna be like, oh, you're just, you know... Sorry, we're past the two-minute mark, so now I can fucking swear more. Thank God. Some people are gonna just be like, oh, you're just a bitch. Like, oh, you don't want to fucking roll up while we're rolling down the street. No, no, no. Once in a while, in, like, the middle of the month, maybe now, as an adult, when I was a teenager, we used to do that shit all the fucking time. My friend's truck literally had a roller, a rolling tray, a bag of bud... And, like, all that shit in it at all fucking times. And we'd be rolling through the fucking blocks just like, you know, oh, hey, like, let's roll a J real quick. Like, and I'd be sitting there trying to roll it or I'd be freehanding a blunt or some shit like that. Forewarning, anybody that ever smokes with me, I'm terrible at rolling blunts. I've never been able to do it well. I've never made one that hits well. I always roll them too tight, I think. So if you ever do smoke with me, just know my blunts are not going to be it. That's why my personal favorite has always been like glass, like smoking out of a pipe, a bong, a bubbler, a one hitter, anything, even like, even like a wooden pipe. I remember at one point in our life, we had a wooden pipe that used to be like our smoking utility of choice was like this little fucking legit wood pipe that we had stolen from our friend's dad because it was literally just sitting on a shelf with a bunch of like old records and shit. And his dad never noticed that we took it either until like years later, he was like, hey, there used to be a pipe up here. What the fuck happened to him? Oh, we don't know. We don't know. And at that point, that pipe had been broken like a long, like decade ago, like long ass fucking time ago. And it's crazy to think when I speak about like, like how long I've been smoking myself, my personal like smoking history, my personal experience with cannabis. My birthday is coming up next month. So the number one thing that I, I just want to bring up is like, I started smoking when I was 13, I am now going to be 27, so that is 14 years, 14 years of smoking cannabis, 
and having all kinds of different experiences, different stories, different relationships with cannabis throughout my smoking career, I guess you would say. So the number one thing that's changed, the biggest change as far as smoking weed goes, has got to be legalization. Being able to walk into a store now, pick out exactly what strain, what percentage, what I want, edibles, concentrates, fucking a a Coca-Cola that'll get you high, like, not exactly a Coke, but like, cola, some form of drink, an orange soda that'll get you stoned, man, like, I remember back in the day, like, talking about all this shit with friends, like, oh, one day, man, it's gonna be legal, one day, we're not gonna have to worry about this shit, one day, you're gonna be able to fucking smoke as much as you want, no one's gonna say shit, that day is today, that day is these last few years, like, that day is, has come and gone, it's here, it's been here for a while, and, like, it's crazy to think about, because back in the day, like I said before on the podcast, like, our favorite spot to go to to smoke was, like, down in an alleyway behind a fucking Taco Bell at, like, two, three o'clock in the fucking morning, like, it just, it, 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 it was what it was, man, like, and you can't, like, you can't be mad about it, because, like, back in the day, like, if you got caught with that shit, you could go, legit, go to fucking jail, because they would literally just send your ass to fucking jail, like, you would get picked up if you had more than, like, a certain amount on you, or you tried to run, or any shit like that, it was arrested, which is, in, in a few of my stories where I've mentioned, like, oh yeah, we ran from the cops, like, we didn't run because, like, we were potheads and we didn't want to get arrested, we fucking ran because if you got caught, that was legit, like, like, that was legit jail time, like, that was, like, there goes the cats again, it was what it was, like, if you got caught up with anything, you could go to fucking, like, you would do hard time, and all of a sudden, you go from being a kid with, like, a few nugs and a baggie in his backpack to, like, a hardened fucking criminal or some shit, and you get out, and they're like, oh, what'd you go in for, and they're like, oh, marijuana possession, which actually brings up an interesting point for, like, current events and news right now, because of Biden doing that presidential pardon for anybody who has, like, ever been arrested for just the simple possession of marijuana, like, I feel like, yes, thank God, finally, they're doing something about it, but also at the same time, like, There needs to be something said for, like, people who were honest to God, like, drug dealers who just got caught with marijuana. Because I don't think I've ever met a dealer, except for maybe one or two plugs that I ever had that just sold weed. Like, they was always dealing something else on the side. Like, one guy one time tried to hit us up and be like, hey, yo, you guys want fucking LSD? Hey, yo, you guys want mushrooms? Hey, yo, you guys want coke? Like, one dealer, he fucking had, he would open up a fucking drawer in his fucking garage. Like, one of those little craftsman tool benches. He would open that shit up and there would be like weed, coke, shrooms, LSD, fucking all kinds of shit just laid in like rows in there. He have everything marked too. He knew how much every weight was. He knew how much every fucking like dose was when it came to the harder shit. Like, and it was crazy. It was crazy because like if that motherfucker had ever gotten raided, that's, that's like, that's prison time right there. And that's like crazy shit compared to like now where like. I believe mushrooms are, like, completely, completely legal to have and to consume, but I think there's something about, like, distribution, don't quote me on that, I'm not an expert on drug laws, but, um, either way, 14 years of fucking smoking, man, 
Like, it's just kind of crazy to think about because things have changed. For example, like when, when we used to buy from the plug, and I know I've said this a lot too, when we used to buy from the plug, you didn't get to sit there and be like, oh, I want, I want Blue Dream that's testing like 38% and I want it to like fucking smoke like a dream. I want it to be hella fresh. I want it to be this, that, the other. There was times when we buy like a, a bag for like 25, 35, even up to 50 bucks. And that shit would be dry as hell. You'd be getting fucking stems and sticks in that fucking bitch. And like, you would pack that shit in your bowl and that shit would burn hella quick. So we found out the trick with the orange peels where you cut up and you don't cut it up. You, you tear off the orange peel ever so gently. You lay it in the bag. You let that shit hydrate for a little bit. You wait till the nugs are a little squishy again. Then you fucking break it up and smoke it. So to any of you, any of you out there, I know there's a few people listening who are under the age of 18, under the age of 21. Number one. Parents, if you can hear this, your kids are listening to something that they probably shouldn't be listening to. Number two, all my stories are to entertain. They are not to emulate. And number three, you're welcome. Because I know damn well anybody who's like 21 and over, if I went to a dispo, bought some shit, went home and that shit's dry or crumbly or nasty, I'm going to be upset. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to take my business back there. But back in the day. You did not have a fucking choice. If you had like one or two good plugs in the in the neighborhood you lived in, you had to roll with those plugs. Especially because the one guy that we bought from, sometimes he'd have good, sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. But like, sometimes his shit would hit and sometimes his shit would miss. And the times that his shit would miss, like it would really miss. Like I remember when there was like, he, he tried hyping us up on this shit, telling us it was like this this OG strain, this shit that like, oh, you smoke it, it's going to blow your mind, you're going to be so stoned. And we smoked like two, maybe three bowls of that shit and sat there just like, are you feeling it now? Oh man, I'm not feeling it, man. I'm not, I'm not high, man. We, we had to smoke another bowl of it. And then you feel a little bit high because it was testing like, it had to be really low or like bottom of the fucking, bottom of the fucking barrel. Like, somebody fucking had that shit left over from an old batch and was like, here, you fucking take this. But I've also experienced, like, when you get really, really good weed from the street. And I tell you, man, back in the day, I swear that shit used to hit harder. Like, because nowadays, unless I'm paying really, really, really good money for a strain or something like that, or like a certain percentage, it does not hit the same. And, like, it's kind of upsetting because I feel like with modern technology, you should be able to get weed that's gonna fucking rip. And, like, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and bitch. I know not every, every plant is gonna have the best weed. Not every dispo is gonna have, like, the newest shit, the freshest shit, the dopest shit. Or, like, they don't want to re-up until they've already sold out of this or that or the other. And, like, I totally understand that. But as someone who's buying your cannabis... It does get, it does get annoying sometimes. Like one time I bought a fucking half ounce of shit and this shit was fucking bar- bottom of the barrel fucking like nasty. Another time I hit up a plug, somebody that I knew personally who grew his own. He had just harvested, messaged me on Facebook and he's like, yo, come through, hit me up. I got a fucking ounce for you. 125 bucks. I was like, shit, 125 for an ounce. I bought that shit. And that was some of the bombest fucking weed that I tell you I have ever fucking smoked. And I sat there and I fucking smoked that shit and that shit was good. 
I got so stoned one night, my, my fucking girlfriend and I were sitting outside, and I was, like, telling stories and jumping around and, like, making motions with my hands, talking all crazy. I was on that good sativa high. Like, I wanted to do shit, and I remember that night, like, like, I went for a walk after a couple, like, an hour or so after we had smoked, and I sat there, like, hungry as fuck for, like, an hour. Finally, I decided, well, I'm gonna go for a walk. I'm gonna go for a fucking walk to the gas station. You want anything? You want a soda? You want a monster? You want a monster? You want a bag of this? You want some flaming hot Doritos? All right, cool. I left, got the snacks, came back. We ate the snacks. It was a good fucking time. But then there was one time too, and this is why I tell people be careful with the carts that you get. Because there was one time, there there was one time that I bought a cart that I felt like it burned up way too fucking quick like this shit was like and it was like hella liquidy but i didn't have anything else to smoke at the time it was one of those those weeks where like the paycheck wasn't as much so i was kind of running dry so i bought these cards off of somebody that i knew because he had a few of them left over Ooh, excuse me from when he had bought and when he had re up so i was sitting there like all right cool like we we got cards we got cards going for us and I slapped this shit on the 510 pen, start vaping it, and like, it didn't hit right. I had to smoke like for almost like 15, 20 minutes. I took like maybe like five, eight, 10. Then like, I just kept taking hits and like, I didn't feel it. And then bam, that shit hit me like a fucking train. And like, I sat there, honest to God, fucked up beyond belief. I could not fucking move. I couldn't get up. I, I, I kind of came down a little bit, went and took myself down to the diner on the corner and fucking got myself like a fucking burger and fries, man, because I couldn't order anything else. I just looked at the menu and the first thing I saw was cheeseburger right there. I remember it too, because it was cheeseburger and then the next menu over, it was like desserts and shit. And I was like, I'll get a cheeseburger and fries and, and a chocolate milkshake and, and and a large, like an extra large soda. So I sat there with a big ass soda, big ass burger, big ass plate of fries. This is one of those old school diners where they really fucking pile the food on that fucking little basket. And that shit fucking ripped. Like I sat there for like an hour. The waitress came over like two or three times. She's like, sweetie, are you okay? Is there anything else I can get you? You look like you're having a bad day. I guess I look sad. And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, oh, you look really sad. Like your eyes are like drooping. You look like you've been crying. Are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I've had kind of a bad day. That's why I decided to take myself out to eat tonight. Like, I told her, I was like, don't worry, don't worry. Like, uh, I'm good, I'm okay. You know, I was, I was trying to be that stoner who was trying to pretend not to be high. Because she said, I look sad, I immediately latched onto that shit. I was like, yeah, I'm just sad. I tipped that waitress off of, like, a fucking 19-something dollar meal. I left, a fu- I left a fucking $10 tip. I was like, you know what, fuck it, take half. Take half the cost of this meal. And I left it on the table. And I saw her walk by and I looked at her. I went, I left the 10 on that table for you. Go grab it before somebody else does. Because I worked in the food business. I know how it goes. I know how it goes, man. I, I tell you, when I worked at Panera, motherfuckers would leave tip money, like, sitting on their plates underneath their soup bowls. And I go to bust the table. Suddenly, I'm $10 richer. I didn't give a fuck who served that table. Like, I was, I was that kind of punk ass back in the day. Like, I'd be like, oh, cool. 10 bucks, that's mine. 2 bucks, that's mine. 5 bucks, that's mine. 8 bucks, that's mine. There was one night when I walked out of work with like $85 in straight cash in my fucking pocket. And I immediately went, got myself a Circle K soda, a pack of cigarettes, 
had some snacks, went home, rolled up a fucking joint, smoked that, fucking chilled outside with my mama for a bit, bullshitting and talking. I remember too, I remember my mom said she wanted food that night. I can't remember where we went. I can't remember if it was Carl's Jr. or McDonald's. But I think we went to, I think we went to McDonald's and like we went to McDonald's and we came back and we sat down, we ate our food. And I tell you, man, when that fast food hits, when you're fucking baked, like that shit is good. It is the blessing of the gods when you take that first sip of like ice cold McDonald's soda, any soda from McDonald's. I don't, I don't want to hear all that hype shit about the Sprite. McDonald's Sprite do hit though, but it's different. Like when I took that first sip of that Dr. Pepper that I had, I was like, oh my God, life is great. Life is good. And uh, yeah, that was a good ass night. And I even convinced my mom to smoke with me that night. And she did. And then she went inside and went to bed. And I sat down, queued up a YouTube video on my phone. I woke up the next morning, phone dead. It was off the charger. Fucking slobber on my pillow from where I had jeweled. A quarter of a Dr. Pepper still in the cup on the fucking nightstand. Like, you know, I just woke up like, what the fuck? Fully, it was one of those moments where you fall asleep stone. Fully fucking clothed. At night, you wake up, the sun barely coming up. You can't fucking focus on shit. You can't get shit done. And I walked out of my fucking room, like, still half faded, made a cup of coffee, took my high ass to fucking job number one of the day. Because I worked two jobs at this time, might I also add. Gotta throw in the vape pan hits in here. But I, I worked two jobs at this time, might I add. So I went to job number one, got out of job number one, felt like shit still, went to job number two, came home that night. This time I wasn't 85 bucks richer, I was only like 30 bucks richer, but I still had leftover money from the night before. So on my way home, I stopped at the dispo, bought myself a couple good, like, you know, $5 pre-rolls. Went home, smoked one, like, halfway down the street from my mom so I could finish it by the time I got home. But I didn't realize the ones I bought were infused. That's another thing that's fucking new. Because back in the day, if you rolled a joint, you rolled a joint. You didn't, like, infuse it with wax and roll it and keep and do all... I mean, you could get someone to do that if somebody was really wanting to fucking... Somebody was really wanting to fucking go. But the first time I ever smoked an infused joint, it was heaven. I was so stoned. I was sitting there watching YouTube videos, laughing so hard. My mom came out of her fucking room because I, I was sleeping in the living room. She comes out of her room in my little corner of the room and she's yelling at me like, shut the fuck up. You're being loud. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry. I'll go to bed right now. I'll go to bed right now. And she goes, you got cigarettes? Went outside, talked, smoked. I fucking went for a walk. High as shit. I went for a walk up to Circle K because that cop mouth be hitting in Circle K had 89 cent sodas at the time. So I got an 89 cent soda. I got a monster energy drink for the morning. I got a bag of chips, a bag of fucking, if I remember correctly, sour gummy worms. But I was fucking fried. I was on a whole nother level with those infused joints. And again, back in the day, we rolled a joint. You just rolled a joint. You just fucking pull it out. If you had filters, you were lucky. If you didn't have filters, grab a post-it note, roll that shit up, grab a piece of cardboard, tear the tear a filter length piece off of it. Like fucking anything that you gotta do, you roll up a filter, you roll up a joint real quick. And you fucking smoke and go. But now, like, you can fucking walk into a shop and you can buy packs of joints, man. Like, the first time I bought a five-pack of joints, I was like, God damn, this is, like, as easy as buying cigarettes. And it was. It fucking was. Because all I did was get carded, walk in, get my shit, walk out, go home. After you walk out that door, it's nobody's business. 
And like I went home, I sat down outside, I smoked one joint, got something to eat, went for a walk, came home, smoked another one, went the fuck to bed. I got these this one pack one time, which I thought was really cool. I don't remember what brand it was. If anybody knows, uh, go comment on an Instagram post, tell them you listened to the episode, and tell them tell me you know what it is. But they had one side that was sativa, one side that was indica, so they had your night and day, and it was like a medical use type pack. Bullshit. But like I really like I really like having like a sativa like in the middle of the day or like right before I'm about to go for a walk. And then I'll have my indica, like at night, I'll smoke my indica and it'll all be good and I'll go to bed. And at this point in time in my life, I was smoking every fucking day to pass out because I was stressed and I was working two jobs. I was trying to juggle two jobs on top of being a dad, on top of dealing with family, on top of dealing with everything going on in the world. And like, it was just a crazy fucking time in my life. If anybody can relate, again, go comment on the Instagram post. Or comment below on the YouTube video if you guys are watching this on YouTube. But I mean, 14 years of smoking. I'm about to be 27. Shit. So for my birthday, I'm, I plan on maybe smoking a little bit. I plan on doing some kind of something fun. Maybe taking my girl out on a date. But anyways. like It's just crazy, man. And like this other life story I got for you guys about how different it was. Even the sessions are different now because now you smoke and you high and you sit there and you don't know what to do. Back in the day, we always could find shit to do. Whether it was, we're going to walk to Circle K, we're going to skateboard to 7-Eleven. I remember trying to skateboard high. It was really fun when I was a teenager. And it was just it was just a whole ass fucking vibe. Like It was nice. It felt pretty good. Although we fell and ate shit a lot of times. There was one time my buddy Will, who if you can imagine in your head, was six foot seven big ass dude on a longboard hits a fucking hole in the concrete number one he was already struggling to skate down the hill because a big dude as high as we were at that point in time is trying to skateboard down that hill he flipped off the board and landed in front of one of the country clubs where it was a triangle of safety which was grass and on either side of this little triangle of grass where the sign was was rocks and fucking cactus and he landed right on that fucking grass and like we all slammed our boards like I kicked my board off the side of the road almost ate shit trying to get off of it ran in front of him and I was like bro 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 are you okay are you okay he gets up we're good we walked the rest of the way there we walked the rest of the way back everything was good but the skating for the night was done I mean I think like we tried to do a couple of tricks off of like a staircase or something while we were out and about but like we got him we got him a monster we got him a monster we convinced somebody to buy us a pack of cigarettes and like we we fucking left i gave him a cigarette he's like fuck man this fucking hurts my fucking ankles all fucked up we get back to the house this dude's fucking whole left leg was like double the size dude so we put his leg up iced it turned out he sprained his fucking leg like but it was all good it was all in good fun you know nobody really got hurt and that was the fun part about it back then was like as long as you weren't hurting nobody or doing anything crazy or doing anything stupid then like you were good but nowadays like nowadays i like to just smoke hang out at home maybe order in some postmates or uber eats and like just vibe and chill that is my favorite thing to do about smoking which i hope you guys have done while listening to this episode but there's my little life stories for tonight you guys have a good one stay blessed stay high stay awesome and i will talk to each and every single one of you guys in the next episode of the stoner thoughts podcast deuces Thank you.